<laughs> hey guys, <laughs> how are you doing? The construction monk here. This is like a extra special out of the blue pop-up podcast uh, that I'm doing, throwing it in uh, on a Thursday. So I'm just walking out from painting a room. I have been listening to Matthew Perry interviews for the last two days. And there's just been so many things I've been feeling and thinking. Now, I don't normally follow the trends of pop culture and social media. So I know a lot of people do, and that's how they try to gain interest for whatever they're doing. Their social media content, you know, is driven that way. Mine's not, but I just... I don't know. I'm just going to try to express what I've been feeling and thinking and listening to. Especially because I have a very close relative who has and still does struggle with alcohol and drug addiction. And I've been involved in their life at many times. I've been with them. I've seen them in the midst of their addiction at different stages of their life. I've seen them go into recovery at different stages. And so I've been listening to Matthew thinking about this. And what I really want to talk about in this pop-up podcast, which is entitled Matthew Perry and the Big Terrible Thing, is the fact that addiction is a symptom of a deeper problem. And it is a spiritual problem. That's what I want to talk about today. Hey guys, this is a Construction Monk podcast. I am your host, Jay Randall Stewart. And today we are going to talk about Matthew Perry and the Big Terrible Thing. Which is a big, terrible thing for a lot of people. All right. Okay. I want to start with a quote from Fight Club. <laughs> I read the book. I saw the movie. It's like a, you know, it's an older film. Great book. But this is how I want to start because this is what I want to talk about. And this is... You know, as I've listened to Matthew Perry talk, because his book's been out about a year now. The book he wrote about his addiction and his struggle with addiction and his journey, his life experiences, you know, all of that. And so, you know, fortunately, there has been a year of interviews and hearing him talk about the book. I have not read the book, just putting that out there. But like, as I've heard him talk and share details, this is what... I want to talk about and focus on from his story and share with you is that Matthew Perry, like so many people, had a spiritual condition that he was trying to mitigate and medicate through physical means, through substance abuse, right? And so many people, I think, are there, but they don't realize that the core condition, struggle, emptiness, is spiritual, right? Remember, guys, we are in this long-term series entitled Calling All Mystics, and we're in this section called Balance, and I'm talking about we are a person, we're a tripartite person. We have a spirit, a soul, and a body, but we're messed up, we're broken, we're, we're backwards. We think we're a physical person with a mind and maybe some kind of soul and spirit when we're actually a spirit with a soul and a, that happens to inhabit a body, but the body is like a vessel. And so we have a spiritual condition, right? The veil between the God's spirit and our spirit creates this separation, creates this spiritual death, which leads to a mental, emotional experience of death, which leads to real physical death in the body, right? Like, this is where we are at. And so, listening to Matthew 
Like he was trying to address a spiritual issue through physical means, right? And so what? It didn't work. It worked at first, but the more he tried, the more it didn't work because he was trying to address a spiritual condition through physical means. And it was backwards because we're backwards because we're a spirit and a soul and a body, but we think we're a, a body with a mind and emotions. And so we're, we're going to try to fix ourselves backwards. We're going to try to address the physical to, or, or, or use the physical to address the spiritual, though we don't know that's what it is, in order to get better. But that doesn't work, right? In one sense, we're numbing further in the process, which cuts us further off from our spirits. And so I like this quote from Fight Club because it talks about this idea. This is a quote. Um, Chuck Palahniuk, I guess is his last name, wrote the book. And this is a quote from his book, Fight Club. We're the middle children of history, man. No purpose or place. We have no great war, no great depression. Our great war is a spiritual war. Our great depression is our lives. We've all been raised on television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars, but we won't. And we're slowly learning that fact and we're very, very pissed off. Bam! It's interesting. I heard Matthew Perry quote um, I'm trying to remember his name. Dang it. Another famous actor who said, I wish I can't remember his name. Hold on a second. Okay. It's Jim Carrey. Matthew Perry quoting Jim Carrey who said, I wish everybody could fulfill their dreams so that they could realize that reaching their dreams isn't really what fulfills them. And Perry said that was true of him, right? And that quote from Chuck Palahniuk, whatever, from Fight Club, that like we've been sold on this idea that we could be rock stars and movie stars. And like Perry achieved that. But when he achieved that, he realized it didn't fix the deep ache within him you know what he tried to fix it with alcohol and then drugs and one of the interviews i heard the 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 lady interviewing him said for addicts they first their addiction is magic then it's medicine then it's then it's misery and perry said it's worse than misery right at first we find ways to soothe our spiritual depravity, our spiritual ache, our spiritual brokenness. And they work. And they can be drugs. There's, we all have our drug that helps uh, numb us to our true condition, which is spiritual. We all have our drugs. It can be actually drugs, alcohol, medicine, prescription drugs, illegal drugs. But it can also be success. It can also be climbing the corporate ladder. It can be amassing material possessions. It can be power. It can be whatever, a family, whatever you want. You can build your life around things in order to mitigate the problem that you have inside you, in your spirit, but it doesn't work. In the end, it works better in the beginning, but in the end, it starts to fail. It, it works less and less and less and you need more and more and more. Like sexual addiction is the same way. You need more and more, more higher experience, right? 
Perry had this interesting statement. He said, right before he landed the the gig on Friends Like Us, which became Friends, right? Um, he said, he prayed to God. One of the few prayers he ever prayed, he said, God, if you make me famous, I'll, you can do whatever you want to me. And he's like, it, it turns out God did whatever he wanted to me. But you know what I thought when I heard that? Was damn. That was not Jehovah. Because that's not Jehovah. The Jewish Christian, Judeo-Christian God. Who is God. That was the God of this world. Which is what the Apostle John and others call Satan. Guys, right? We're ta- we've talked about this already. We, I just talked about this in the last Balance episode called Deception. And I will continue to illustrate. There's two different spiritual authorities in the world with two different systems. One is God, Jehovah God, who is trying to get us all to a better place, who knows how to fix the true problem in our spirit. The other is Satan. He's the God of this world. He has a system that he wants us wrapped up in, which can appear to solve the problems, but actually pulls us deeper into them. And the thought I had when Perry said that was wrong God. The God of this world answered that prayer in a way. Like, I'm not saying directly like there was some kind of pact. That's, that would be absurd. But I'm saying that there was a God who heard that prayer in that moment from Perry and said, I can fulfill that. I'm the kind of God who can make you famous and then, what? Make every moment of it suck and be like hell for you. Because that's the, like, it's not, like the movies, guys, but it is like when we adopt a certain idea of how life works and how life can be, and then we're adapting a certain, adopting and adapting to a certain system of how life can work. And if it's Satan's system, that is how it works, guys. Satan wants to promise good life, but give you hell. And Perry talks about that's where he, like his life has been, had been hell. But he had, look, he had all the stuff, right, guys? All the money, all the fame, the recognition that we think would make our lives good. Well, there's a system in the world and there's a God of that system who sells that. Knowing that it will bring the opposite. Fame, money, power will feed your dysfunction, will cause you to die spiritually more and more and more. Right? It's why addiction is progressive. It gets worse and worse and worse. But it is a way people are trying to fix a problem. So there's a genuine problem. And it's spiritual. But there are all these alternative remedies the system of the world and the God of that system offers us to fix it, which actually drive us deeper into it. And like I believe at the end of his life, the last couple of years, Perry found a way back to the true God and true healing. And then he wrote this book in an attempt to help other people on that journey. Most of his life, he was, a journey, he, he was on a journey into hell and it, it, and it was expressed through addiction, but he had all the stuff we think would make life good, right? But this is also what we've talked about, like what makes life good? It's a spiritual reality in connection to a spirit of divinity that makes life good. The Holy Spirit and the fruits of the Holy Spirit are love and joy and peace and patience. Goodness. Goodness is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. It is the God of this world, the system of Satan, 
that says, no, no, no. Goodness is really when you get that better job, that bigger paycheck, that nicer house, that more beautiful wife, or, or all the women you could ever want, or all, all the men, right? Or whatever. Or if you were more popular, if you were more famous, if you were more influential, if you were more wealthy, that's the God of this world. And it doesn't make us happy because happiness is not external and material. It is a spiritual reality and it only comes from the spirit of God. And so it's really fascinating to me that Perry was on a journey of healing and came to this place of sobriety where he says he like he got all the stuff that was supposed to make him happy and it didn't make him happy and it didn't solve his core problem. I thought it was also interesting. He said when he was 14, he had his first drink. It was a bottle of wine, drank the whole bottle with a couple friends, lay on in the grass, looked up at the sky and said, I finally feel normal. But he only felt normal when he drank. Well, like the truth is none of us are normal. We're normalized in a system of brokenness that doesn't actually fix the problem, right? The gospel of Jesus, the salvation of Jesus is the only true way to find healing from our brokenness. And it is a spiritual reality. And so Perry had a particularly clairvoyant experience of his brokenness at 14 and of something that made him feel right. But it didn't work long term and it actually made his life worse. It was a temporary fix. Like, we talked, I, I will talk about this in the episode Perdition, which is coming up in the series Balance. I've recorded already uh, almost 30 episodes there. But, like, guys, the road to hell is a road to betterment in theory that actually leads us further into our dysfunction. The road to heaven is a path that truly solves the dysfunction, right? But we're all in that dysfunction. We all, we're all living in hell. Some of us are, are journeying further into hell. Some of us are journeying out of hell. There's only one road out of hell. It's the way of Jesus, the Tao of Jesus. Jesus sets before each of us individually a path out of the hell that we're in, which is an individual hell. I, I love it. Like I'm so jazzed and, and, and enthused by Perry's honesty, brutal honesty about the road he was on, where it took him, and then how he started to get out of it. And it's amazing to me. He had this near-death experience. He wrote this book. A year later, he has died. But his life now has a living legacy that lives beyond him that speaks to a truth that the things of this world do not satisfy, cannot, will not. And now he is a voice speaking and will continue to speak to people that are struggling with the same things. That's cool, man. That's, it's cool. And like a lot more people now are hearing his message. You know, God got a hold of him a year ago. Again, you know, this is me speaking through my framework, but this is what I truly believe. God got a hold of him a year ago when he almost died or however long ago. He wrote this book out of that experience. He almost died. He didn't die. He opens the book with, I should be dead. But that experience led him to write this book. A year after the book is released, he, he died. But guys, guess what? The truth is he didn't die. 
because we don't die. Our, our bodies are not our true selves. Right now, Matthew Perry is dreaming the best freaking dreams he's ever had. Perfect peace. He's dreaming and he's going to wake up like it's been a minute and he's going to be in a perfect place. That's cool. Like he's actually finally been truly healed. And he'll wake up when the whole world has finally been truly healed. That's the true story that we're in. That's the truth of the reality of the world. We are on a journey, all of us, towards the end that God has already set before us. Some of us, though, are actually in our personal experience moving further towards that kind of heaven. And some of us are not. But collectively, together, we will all end up there. I believe that no matter what we do. At least I believe that's possible. I'm not a universalist, but I lean heavily towards universalism, which is I believe that God will be successful in his attempt to bring all humanity back to the perfect state we had before the fall and Genesis of Adam and Eve. But I'm not going to get sidetracked there, but I believe Perry's going to wake up. For him, it's going to be like a, a second. And he's, then he's going to be, he's already healed, guys. That's the point. But he's left behind a legacy, a story that is speaking to millions and maybe billions of people about the reality of pursuing the wrong vision of life in the wrong system with the wrong God and how it doesn't truly fulfill. The great terrible thing is the fact that we are all living in hell. And, and there are ways we think that will help us get out of it, which actually entrench us deeper into it. There's only one way out of it. There's only one true way, the way, which is Jesus. Because there's only one true problem and it's spiritual. Our great war is a spiritual war. And I hope to God that people start to wake up to that reality. And I think the younger generations have, have at least for forsaken and rejected the opiates of their parents and the religion of their parents, which has not really solved and resolved the deep depravity and brokenness inside each of us. Those are just some things I've been thinking about. I really appreciate Perry's voice at this time in this moment when so many people are in the same place, including someone very, very close to me who is still in that place, who has not yet come out of it. I've been sharing with that person. I've shared with that person three different interviews with Perry already and said, man, listen, you like he can do it. You can do it. And I believe Matthew Perry's life is going to continue to resonate and ripple and affect lots of people for years to come and to help them know if he can do it, they can do it. Amen. All right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> hey, that's just something that was stirring in me. I don't know how coherent or clear it is, but that's my heart, guys. I, I really appreciated hearing Perry's heart and his desire just to help people through the struggles that he's been through and so that people wouldn't know or wouldn't think that they were alone, so that they would know they're not alone. 
And that's my heart too, guys. I've been through hell, my own kind of hell, and I've really struggled to get out of it, just like Perry has. Just like you probably are. We're all in the same hell, but look, there is a way out of it. I think Perry started to find his way out, and I think he's finally, truly out and in heaven. Amen. Hey, this has been a Construction Monk podcast. I'm your host, Jay Randall Stewart. You can catch more content at www.moderncontemplative.com. I love you guys. We need more than ever to come together to recognize the hell we're in, to get the hell out of it, to get our feet firmly planted and moving along a different path towards heaven. That's where I'm going. And that's, I want to help other people just like Matthew Perry wanted to help other people get to a better place. Amen.